Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So this session is about staying calm despite your circumstances. And um, where I'm sat right now, um, literally two metres away um, through the wall (laughs) behind me is my ex-husband's bedroom because he lives next door. Now, that kind of happened by accident, really, or the the relative permanence of it happened by accident, um, when we split up, I asked him nicely <laughs> to move and rent a room next door, believing that this would help him to cope better with the transition. Um, he really wasn't coping well with the idea of the breakup and I wanted him to be in a good place for our children. So I, I moved him next door or I asked him to move next door and he did. He rented a room next door and it was all fine for a little while. Um But then, (laughs) comedy of comedies, um, the guy next door he was renting the room with decided that he wanted to sell the house and move. And um, he sold the house to my ex-husband. And that happened, well, he's been living next door for nine years. (laughs) And I used to rant and rant about it. I would think about it. I would feel upset about it. I would rant to my friends about it. I I would even rant to men online dating that I was chatting to and rant about them. And one such man um, that I was ranting to about this situation, I remember it was one evening I was, um, I was chatting to him on a messaging app, um, and and he just and I was talking about it again, <laughs> and he just said something along the lines of, "You know, you don't have to think about it like that, don't you?" And of course, at first, I had this kind of, "But, but, 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 but my husband lives next door. It, it, it's terrible. It shouldn't be that way." And he just said, "Yeah, but you don't have to think about it like that." Now, that was. A long time ago, it, it must be six years or so ago that I had that conversation, maybe even longer. And I think that was probably one of my first inside out insights, even, you know, quite a long time before I came across the inside out understanding. Because in that moment, something fell away. And and I really started to notice that when I did think about it, when I did rant about it, I, I felt awful. And I didn't want to feel awful. Life was pretty chaotic anyway without feeling awful about that. 
And, and it just made less and less sense to do that. So that's really interesting, isn't it? When you consider the inside out understanding and that our circumstances don't create our feelings. The circumstance stayed exactly the same. In fact, probably over the next few years, it, it kind of got worse in a way because my, well, my ex-husband, not only does he live through the wall, but the woman who was pivotal in my marriage breakup also lives through the wall uh, behind me and has a bedroom with my ex-husband. And um, and and she, she's been not very nice to my kids over the years. So, yeah, it didn't get any better. But how I relate to it has completely changed. And I've even started to nip. So I live with my fiancé now, who I met a long time after splitting up with, with my ex-husband. And he will sometimes focus on it. Um, he doesn't really like the mess that they kind of live in next door. And he gets kind of, he mentions it. And and I used to kind of then jump on, oh, yeah, they're like this, this, that, and the other. Da, 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 da. And I've recently noticed that even more now, I just cannot be bothered to think about it. So the circumstance really is the same. And in fact, the circumstance got, got worse at one point with my kids and, and his partner, my ex-husband's partner. But I just, I just noticed that I, I just don't engage with it in the same way because I think I've, well, I, I know that I've realised that if I don't want to feel this agitated feeling, then, then there's no point going there. But of course, until we realise that it's us creating the horrible feeling through our ranting and raving or whatever ever the kind of thinking we're doing, we will continue. And it, it's, it's almost like we're trying to find a solution in the ranting, you know, as if, if, I, if we rant long enough that, that, that either we'll feel some relief, like it's a you know, I spoke to somebody recently who said, well, I need to rant about things because then I really like it and I feel better afterwards. Um, but I think there's something helpful in realising that's not particularly healthy for us to be to be in that state, to be pumping adrenaline and cortisol unnecessarily just because of the way we're thinking about things. But it can really look like that's the place to get relief from whatever it is that seems to be bothering us that if we rant long enough and hard enough somehow well I think what really happens is we just do wear ourselves out don't we and then there is no more capacity for ranting because there's nothing left we're, we're, we've finished ourselves off from the, by doing so much ranting and that's um, that's not particularly healthy or helpful I don't think but what's really cool to see is that this is a great example or a great piece of evidence, I suppose, that the, the inside out paradigm is correct and right. Because if it was my ex-husband living next door that's creating my feelings, then, then I would still feel terrible about it all the time. Um, but now that I don't really think about it much, I don't, I don't feel much about it. Because it's me that was creating the unpleasant feeling. It's me that was doing the ranting. It wasn't him and it wasn't his partner and it wasn't the circumstance that was creating the awful feeling inside me. And what I've noticed about this 
is, is that I used to, I think I used to also think, and maybe, maybe you do too, that if I ranted long enough, not only would I, I feel better about it, but that I'd also find the solution, find some way to get it to be different. And that kind of puts us into a place of victimhood, doesn't it? Because if the circumstance isn't going to change, if it's not got the potential to change, you know, as far as I know, my ex-husband isn't moving and I'm not in a position to move, although I do move quite a bit into Trevor the motorhome and go pottering off there, you know, it, it doesn't really impact on me. But also what's useful to see is that when we're not ranting, there may be some, there may be a solution. There may be something we can request. There may be uh, that we can say no to some behavior. But when we do that from a place of calm, when we do it from a place of preference, rather than my well-being depends on this and if it doesn't get better, I'm never going to be okay. That's a very different conversation. It's a very different um, way of approaching things. Today we've had um, a message, my fiancé and I, from from someone who sends us a lot of messages. Um, and when I first read it, I just went, oh, let's just ignore it. However, it, it's a repeated message which is about trying to control how we do things in our house because there's a child involved in the middle. Um, and we're not... We don't really want to be told what to do in our own home by somebody who's never even been to our home. Um, and so, and also we really strongly feel that, that the child involved should be saying something to us about our house if he doesn't like something, not having it fed back through his mother um, because he's getting older and he's got to take responsibility for himself at some point. So it's still, you know, it still makes sense actually to send a little message to say, would it be okay that we all focused on Ethan's independence and if he complains about your house, we'll send him to speak to you and if he complains about our house, you'll do the same. So we can still ask for what we want. We can still express preferences. But they have so much, they are so much better articulated when they come from that, that place. So, yeah. So, and that means you can stay calm despite your circumstances and that you'll just handle everything better around your circumstances when you are calm. But this is not about trying to make yourself calm. It's about what happens when you see in the moment that that feeling isn't coming from the outside world, it's coming from you. So enjoy exploring that one. It's one that when you see it, it is utterly life-changing. Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.